The Peak Daily is brought to you by our title sponsor, TELUS. TELUS is a leader in social capitalism and believes that to do well as a company, we must also do good in the communities where we live, work, and serve. The $100 million TELUS Pollinator Fund for Good invests in for-profit companies and founders of impact-driven companies to help move the needle on social innovation in Canada through its support of companies generating both business and social returns. Learn more about the TELUS Pollinator Fund for Good at telus.com slash pollinator fund. I'm Brett Chang. And I'm Jay Rosenthal, and this is your Peak Daily for TGIF, October 29th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech all in less than seven minutes. Jay, have you seen this crypto Shiba Inu? No. Okay, is this so, real? Well, it's real, and as Peak Pals know, we don't give investment advice, but I will say that if you did not invest in this, you really missed out. This random cryptocurrency has increased 60 million percent over the past year, there were so many zeros there that I really had to read it carefully. But what is it exactly? Well, you know, Jay, it's a competitor to another dog-themed meme coin, Dogecoin. The only real explanation for all of this is that it's another example of meme stock mania, which we saw before with the likes of GameStop and AMC, but just, you know, wow. By the way, one investor bought $8,000 of this last year, and it's now worth $5.7 billion. Any idea who that might be, Jay? Yeah, but I have news for you. It was actually me. This is my last peak daily. Well, look, Jay, it was a pleasure having you on. It was great to co-host it with you. And, you know, I think I'll be taking this solo from here on out. <laughs> you got it. Brett, what do we have for Peak Pals today? For our first story, Shopify has a rare miss. For our second story, Hootsuite might be going public. And for our last story, that's so meta. For our first story, Shopify missed earnings expectations for the first time ever, Brett. As the e-commerce boom seems to be slowing down, tell the peak pals why Shopify missed their earnings expectations. So Shopify says that a surge in demand for e-commerce goods, that the one we saw during the heights of the pandemic, was out of the ordinary, and the markets are returning back to a more sustainable baseline. And that's really the main reason why Shopify missed their expectations. But Brett, it's not as if Shopify is out of the clear yet. Shopify anticipated that supply chain problems and rising inflation may curb some of their earnings and profits in the third and fourth quarter. So. If you're a Shopify stockholder, like a lot of us are, supply chain challenges are probably something you want to keep an eye on. So Brett, why should people care that Shopify missed the earnings expectations, aside from the fact it's probably impacting Starbucks sales in and around Ottawa? By the way, Starbucks is not the most popular coffee shop in Ottawa, Jay. That's actually Bridgehead. That's a local Ottawa fact for you. But Jay, curb your enthusiasm. Probably more concerning than their missed expectations last quarter was the guidance they gave for the future. If Shopify is correct and supply chain challenges are going to have a huge impact on their business, it's going to have a huge impact on all sectors of the economy, even tech companies, and yes, the bridgeheads in Ottawa, Jay. For our second story, Vancouver-based Hootsuite plans to go public this year. Jay, tell us about Hootsuite. Full disclosure, I love Hootsuite. I've been using it for a very long time. I use it about 100 times a day. So Hootsuite was founded in 2008 and makes a social media and marketing management platform that integrates with other channels like Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Pinterest, the whole bit. It was super cool, much like I was, I think, around 2011 to 2013, but revenue stagnated and the company struggled to find a buyer at their preferred valuation. Damn, fascinated to hear that you still use Hootsuite. I really did know a ton of people that were using it in that time period and it kind of just fell off, but it's, uh, it's nice to hear that you still do. Eventually, the founder, Ryan Holmes, left the business, and they've since hired a new management team, which apparently has grown revenue and supposedly put them on the course for an IPO. So, Jay, why should Peak Pals care about Hootsuite's IPO talks? Well, if Hootsuite pulls it off, 
this could be a real turnaround for the once tech darling of Vancouver. For our last story, Facebook is now Meta, and really that's their new name. Brett, why isn't it the Meta? Well, if you get rid of the, it's just cleaner, Meta. So here's a refresher. In case you haven't noticed, Facebook hasn't had the easiest last few years. On one hand, there's been plenty of concern around the type of content that's being shared on the platform and its impact on society at large. And on the other end, Facebook's been losing younger users to new competitive apps like TikTok. With all this happening, Zex decided to make a big pivot and move Facebook to become a metaverse company. Basically, their plan is to build a bunch of products to let you interact with augmented and virtual reality. And they announced a number of these products at their Facebook Connect conference yesterday. So kind of like an augmented and virtual reality where Mark Zuckerberg is not the devil, I guess. To solidify the pivot, Zucks renamed the business to Meta to really signal that they're now all about the metaverse. So Brett, why should people care about the meta? Well, I don't think they should care that Mark Zuckerberg is the devil, which is quite an editorial statement, Jay. But the name doesn't really matter here. What is interesting is Zuckerberg's full-throated pivot to the metaverse. It's a huge bet, but if it works, it could be as impressive as when Netflix pivoted from DVD rentals to streaming and really saved Facebook. Pete Pels, thanks for making us the most listened to and only daily Canadian business news podcast in the country. If you've got a second one, follow this podcast on your app of choice. Leave us a review and start following us on the Metaverse too. <laughs> yeah, I'll see you there. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our newsletter at readthepeak.com. As always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for putting together this episode. Thank you, Dale. And thank you, Brett. And Brett, I think we need to invest some of those fake coins into a home in the Metaverse just to get ahead of the curve. I, I think that's the only place they can afford to buy a home. <laughs> there you go. Have a good day, Brett. <laughs>